Connecting the Dots, The Book of Life, and Happy Pro-Life Music. Yeah, it's all right here in the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, Episode 154. For the Rhyme and Reason podcast, uh, I've got a, some pretty big stuff going on in life, and you know how that is. Life gets in the way sometimes, and you got to catch up. So that's what's been going on. Maybe I'll let you in on it uh, as it progresses and materializes more, and I have more that I could tell you and share with you. But for now, let's just say it's you know no different than anybody else out there. Life is happening, and you have to deal with it, right? And that's uh, that kind of segues right into my first uh, segment here about connecting the dots. Um, when I um, I wrote a song, well, actually I composed a, a song, some an instrumental music way way back when it was called Connect the Dots. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes I just come up with a title just because I'll hear the if it's an instrumental I'll hear the uh, the beat of it or the feel of it and. And, you know, something will pop up and I go, hmm, well, that seems like I'm, something's going on there. I'm connecting the dots. You know what I mean? Well, I hope you do. I hope you get what I'm talking about. But in this case, I was talking about, um, uh, when I wrote this article, I was talking about the, con- uh, the complexity of the universe and how I just can't imagine how complex it is and somebody still being able to come up with the uh, conclusion that it must have all been an accident. An accident? Are you kidding me? But, you know, maybe that's just me. Actually, it's it's not just me. <laughs> uh, thankfully, lots of other people, way smarter than me, have, determ- have determined uh, the overwhelming evidence points to a created universe. Created, yes. And, and yet, um, i got to say, if, even if no one else in the whole world agreed with me, I'd still say we're all created beings, not accidents. Okay, so here's one example that helps connect the dots of creation. Think about this one tiny, almost inexplicable thing. Certain caterpillars become moths. Okay, that's kind of a small thing, right? You ever walk by a caterpillar? They're pretty little, and even when they turn into a moth, they're still fairly small, right? So it's a small thing that we can consider. But did you know what happens during the metamorphosis, the actual uh, time that they spend turning from a caterpillar into a moth? Do you have any idea what goes on? The caterpillar um, basically becomes mush inside his little cocoon. I mean, literally becomes mush. And uh, I just, how in the world would it ever become a butterfly through the process of evolution. Really, I mean, think about that. Come on now. It's mush. How do you, um, how do you become mush and then turn back into a moth? So I got an answer for you. God created life. He gave us such complex and beautiful variety. Uh, for example, just in my backyard in the springtime and summer, uh, we see gold birds, yellow birds, orange birds, blue birds, red birds, 
black and white birds, doves, squirrels, foxes, snakes, deer, elk, dogs, cats, you name it, we see it. And that doesn't even begin to, to include the insects and plant life. So um, <laughs> insects and plant life, don't mean, I mean, think about that. Don't get me started on photosynthesis or, or grass dormancy or, you know, like I said, don't get me started. Well, I guess I sort of already did, didn't I? But um, I can tell you this. If you just look at it, just observe it, and see how it comes through every year, all these different creations, they keep coming back every year. That You get grass from grass and, and moths from caterpillars, and it's the same caterpillars. And you get the, the, the same flowers on the same plants and all that. I mean, the main thing is you just need to connect the dots. See, there it is. I connected the dots in this little segment of Connect the Dots. And you connect them, and I guarantee you'll find God. Okay, here's that instrumental piece of music I wrote years ago. It's called Connect the Dots.
All right. Did you feel it? Did you feel like uh, it was? Did it do that for you when you were listening to it? Did you feel like some sort of dot connecting? I don't know. It's probably just me. Uh, I want to move on now. I want to ask you if you've got your name in the book of life. Speaking of life and all the variety of life all around us, but there actual there's an actual real book of life, and I want to tell you this: my name is in it. I made sure of that a long time ago. And uh, by the way, I don't mean that giant social media channel with the blue logo, you know, that book that has faces in it and stuff. I'm not talking about that. Let me let me explain a little bit what I'm talking about, okay? It's ironic to me how, you know, automobile insurance is mandatory in America. I don't know about the rest of the world, but here it's mandatory. You can't drive your vehicle around for long without risking your driver's license if you're caught without auto insurance. Why? Because they know sooner or later the unexpected will happen, and you won't be able to pay for it if you're not insured. Okay? Experience shows that. So why would a goofy writer and singer even uh, talk about that? You know, the irony of mandatory auto insurance? Well, it's like this. Driving a car runs the risk of an accident. And if it's expensive, you won't have to worry because insurance will, quote, cover it, unquote. Well, living your life runs the risk of dying. Did you know that? In fact, it's not a possibility. It's a guarantee. Yet so many people go through their whole life without what I call afterlife insurance. They don't even bother to look into it. They might just be putting it off until it's too late. And then there's no way to get it anymore. Well, I happen to believe, not by blind faith, but by overwhelming, compelling evidence, there will be an afterlife. And there will be two possible places to spend eternity. I've already gotten my insurance, afterlife insurance. It wasn't mandatory, and I don't have to pay the premiums. How cool is that? I don't have to pay the premiums. That's good because I could never afford them. But the premium is paid in full. It was a gift to me. It was a gift to me specifically. And all I have to do is believe. How utterly cool is that? I'm asking you. (laughs) How utterly cool is that? It's not a gift only to me, though. It's a gift that's ready for you to unwrap and, and accept it. And all you have to do is believe. So, my suggestion is simple. Look into it. You know, believe what? Well, don't take my word for anything. Okay, don't just take my word for anything. (laughs) Not that you do. But if I'm wrong about this one thing, I'd love you to show me. Okay, the one thing is this. I'm saved from the eternal separation from God. I'm saved from that. He's my creator And here's how I'm saved. There really was a man named Jesus. He really did die for my sins, and he really did rise from the dead. He really is God the Son, and he really does love me that much. And he asks from me just to believe. That's all. You know what? I do, and I'm saved. I'm saved from an eternity of torment. 
And it's nice knowing I have insurance, afterlife insurance, just in case death occurs. Because it will. So I got my name in the book of life with my afterlife insurance. And I can celebrate forever. Is your name in it? Here's a little song called The Book of Life.
I'll ask you one more time. Is your name in the book of life? Get that afterlife insurance, okay? And speaking of music, uh, I'm going to bump right into the next and last segment here of the podcast, the Rhyme and Reason podcast, brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com, by the way. That's Tony, that's me, T-O-N-Y, Funderburk, F-U-N-D-E-R-B-U-R-K.com, brings you the Rhyme and Reason podcast. So I sort of bring you the Rhyme and Reason podcast, which I'm on. Wow, is it a coincidence? Maybe, or maybe it was written in the book of life from before the foundation of the world. Maybe I shouldn't go there. Okay, back to pro-life music, okay? I had a uh, point that I wanted to make some time ago that much of pro-life music, too much of it, is too sad. Because, you know, it says pro-life. Well, there's a reason why I'm talking about that. Why, why I'm talking about it being too sad. It's, it's because the vast majority of it is, really. Pretty simple, right? And I include my own songs in this category, by the way. I've written some sad songs. And I've written some uplifting pro-life music, too. But most of my songs for the pro-life movement and, and the personhood movement have been somber and they've been dark and serious. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But I decided a few years back to kind of change things a little bit. I started looking for ways to talk about the most serious issue facing our nation and the world with a, with a joyful voice and in celebration of life. And in that celebration of life and how it begins in the belly, I shared a video on TonyFunderburk.com, and it's, uh, it's got some funny pictures in it and, and things like that. So if you want to listen to the belly song, there's a song I wrote called The Belly Song. It's uh, part of my music for kids. Um, I've written a bunch of music for kids. But... Uh, Adults can get a kick out of it, too, uh, and I've been told by many, many adults, so I'm not just saying that so you'll listen to it as an adult or whatever, but it, it is, it's the truth. It doesn't, it's not, you know, wheels on the bus go round and round kind of stuff, and uh, it's the perfect kind of uplifting pro-life music I'm talking about, this song called The Belly Song. So I, I want you to um, enjoy and love life, okay? Um you can either go to TonyFunderberg.com and look for um, the article called Pro-Life Music. It's a fairly recent article. Um, or uh, I'm, I'm going to play it for you here on the podcast in just a couple of minutes, and you can just listen to it. But um, I decided I want my pro-life music, any that I do, at least most of what I do from now on, if I can get that going again, is... I want to be a voice of optimism because life is awesome. I dearly love that I'm alive. Don't you? I mean, I get to think, live, laugh, love, and I, I believe it's every person's right to have those same gifts. Every person. And every person started somewhere. It wasn't in a hospital. Every person starts life in a mother's womb. That's one of the easiest things in the world to prove. And where things get confusing, at least for those who are easily confused, is how soon, how soon can we say a person is a person in the womb? Well, personally, I have no problem saying a person is a person from their very beginning. 
from their very beginning. And even if you can't say for sure when that beginning is, you know without a doubt where that beginning is. All it took for me to exist outside my mother's womb was for everyone to just leave me alone inside my mother's womb and let me get from point A to point B. It's the simplest biology lesson there is, right? Really, are there any questions? You had a beginning, and just because someone doesn't know when that is, should you say, hmm, let's go ahead and remove whatever this is, and uh, here's a little hint. Whatever is inside a mother's womb is going to be a human baby. It is a human baby. What am I talking about? The moment it's conceived, it's either a boy or a girl growing. Simple? Yes. Simple biology lesson. So, back to the fun, happy side, okay? I'm going to finish up this podcast with a, a little tune called The Belly Song. And... Uh, you know, play it for your kids. I think they'll get a kick out of it. If you have kids or play it for somebody else's kids, okay? I think you'll get a kick out of it and they'll get a kick out of it. It's the belly song. But before I go, I just would like to say again that uh, I appreciate your support. Thank you for listening. I hope you uh, will keep coming back and tell your friends and family. It uh, means the world to me. And uh, if there are any ways, uh, if you'd like other ways, I'm sorry, of connecting with me, you can Discover my ebooks on Amazon.com or Smashwords.com. You can subscribe to this podcast, and I would love for you to um, leave a comment on iTunes. Uh, you can rate podcasts on there, and any kind of positive thing I can get on there helps me to get this out to more people because iTunes will rank me higher. And you can you can uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. You can link up. And uh, let's see, circle me on Google+. Plus. You can follow me on Twitter. That's Twitter. T-W-I-T-T-A-H. No, Twitter. Twitter, I'm sorry. You can watch my videos on YouTube, and I would love for you to like and subscribe to those. That'll uh, give me incentive and motivation to make more of them. And you can even find me on the old Facebook. That's not the book of life. Remember, we talked about that. And, uh, and, there, and there are social media links that you can use on TonyFunderburk.com. Many different ways to connect and share, and I would love for that to uh, be something you'd be willing to do. Okay? Until next time, this is Tony saying thank you for listening, and may God bless you and keep you. Here's the belly song.
Dancing in a belly Once upon a time 